Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Monsoor, and I'm joined as always by my trusty co-host Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It's usually a new discography per episode, except for these EAE singles episodes where we cover one new album at a time. And what are we discussing today? Uh, cut me off guard. One second. <laughs> It's, it's also right oh, in front of right you. There. I thought that was the song. I thought that was the song. We're discussing the latest album by Ken Mode, Void. Void by Ken Mode. I, I, I am borderline offended that you forgot the name of this album in this band. I'm, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, did a lot today, so <laughs> didn't forget the name of the band. This is the album. So we are uh, talking about a little band called Ken Mode, who, whose name has grazed my ears for a while, but I've never, ever, ever, ever heard them. Same. N- same. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So this is both of our first Kenwood albums. Yes. What do you think? I. They are Ken enough. They, they're Ken enough? Ken enough. Wait, what does that mean? Oh, sorry. It's from the Barbie movie. I'm too, we have not all seen Barbie, Alex. I assume everyone's seen Barbie. So what does that mean? They're great. Yeah, they're great. This is fucking amazing. This yeah. is beyond great. Fucking. This is mode. That doesn't make yeah. any sense either. This is. I don't even know where to fucking start. These guys have been around for how long? And they have how many? I know they put out an album like like last year. Yes, and this is considered a companion piece to that album. That album is called Mole. Oh no. Okay, the covers are similar. Yeah, creepy. Um. Yeah, since like 1999, they've been doing extreme noisy stuff. That's a long ass time. I can't believe they've been around that long. Yeah. Also read that they're from Winnipeg, Winnipeg, yeah, Manitoba. Mm-hmm. So I decided to represent another another legend from Winnipeg. Kenneth Jerome Omega. Jerome? His name is Jerome? No. Uh, someone like jokingly <laughs> calls him that. And I'm like, it's hilarious. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah. Never uh, got around to listening to them. They're just one of the, the millions of bands that I hear or, or, or whose name I, I come across. And there's just the world is too big, man. You, I don't know what to fucking do. But yeah. thanks to this stupid little podcast we do. I'm in love. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my God. Yeah. This fucking year is competitive it's uh it's not over yet it's not over yet and we've already on the show covered so many potential album of the year albums it's fucking crazy and there's maybe like five we haven't talked about that are also in contention so oh my god yeah so this album void i mean where the fuck do we start it's i don't know if all their stuff is like this it's this like crazy nice blend of hardcore music noise music and post-rock yeah they call it at least on their band camp metal hardcore influenced extreme noise rock yes it certainly does feel like that because gotta say up up front up top the jesus lizard influence is profound mm-hmm. i mean we love us some jesus lizard check out that episode uh, so it's not like a, I would never call it a bad thing, but it's, it, it is like, it is, I mean, it's basically Dwayne Dennison playing guitar here. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I feel like Jesus Lizard, this kind of created a, a subgenre of noise rock. They are, they are to noise rock what Black Sabbath is to 
I disagree. It's a stoner. Well, I don't disagree thing. entirely. I disagree with a thing like this where it's the uh it's not just noisy and then a guy mumbling on a mic and with like prominent guitar lines. It's these specifically unsettling spooky guitar lines that mm. are razor sharp that ring out. This guy's playing exactly the way Dwayne Dennison plays. It's, it's as though he's like he went in trying to trying to write Jesus Lizard lines. Uh and it sounds like I'm like I'm, I'm ripping on it uh because of that. So the guitar lines sound super Jesus Lizardy, but the rest is what gives it its character and its personality. It's fucking so powerful. It's he, oh boy. Yeah, I would say the 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 peaks and valleys in this album are what makes it work where if these songs were just you know one shade like yeah. And one BPM, it'd be like, you know, it's cool, but it doesn't really doesn't really speak to my soul. And and most of these songs, even if they're two minutes long, um, like painless, yeah. It's a it's a nice it's a nice journey to go on. Is it it's incredible. I think every well, song is fucking incredible. Yeah, well it's not nice, but you know, nice I, for me. I think it's <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's nice in our twisted damaged brains. And um, I'll start with the production. This is my f- one of my favorite ag- extreme sounding records. Yeah, like maybe not. That sounds like a, an overstatement. It's this style of it anyway. It really, it really seriously reminds me of Chat Pile, mm-hmm. the last album they put out. Was it two years ago or was it last year? I forgot. Last year. It was last year. Um, I did think of Chat Pile because I was like, oh, sh- sh-. well, I knew they had a few albums, but it's the same thing where I'm like. That's a that's a big backlog to work my way through one day. Yeah, yeah, but it it reminds me of what I think it was God God's Country, where the bass has this this fucking punch to it, where it's super duper heavy, it's very detuned, uh, and it's it has both bottom and point to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't there's some I don't know how the fuck they do it, but it, it just it feels like it's smacking you in the face as soon as it comes in. It's really fucking powerful. And, it, but it really just feels like that chop pile bass where you just get the inkling to fucking crank it. Yeah. Uh, and then that coupled with these guitar lines, these useless that ass guitar lines, it's just a beautiful mix and, it, and it's really fucked up, but it's really heavy and it's really satisfying. And all of that would be enough to sell me. I'm already fucking sold on that. And then you get the keys, you get the fucking oh, synths yeah. and you get the pianos yeah. and it's unbelievable. Yeah, um, I w- I wish I made the time to listen to Null because I really like the description Decibel Magazine used where Null is you fighting and then this one is you losing. And despite not hearing Null, I very much like right when I read that, I was like, oh, I I like understand mm-hmm. like I understand what they're saying where this is like this is you losing, especially with like song titles like we're small enough. Yeah, oh. I cannot, and the relevance of being like, dude, fucking the entire the entirety of a reluctance of being is like the most depressing, soul crushing. I I'm not gonna be okay is like the main line. Yeah, um, it's just kind of kind of minimal. This like clean singing over feedback with like tom drums, big f- yeah, very monotonous pounding, oh, big open notes, and it just escalates into violence and saxophones which is yep. crazy really fucking badass john zorn wiggling around not dicking around 
dicking around saxophone is very no wavy in that, in that sense but and then i was like pleasantly surprised i was like is is that like a one and done with the saxophones but, oh yeah no it is not uh the closing track not today old friend the closer is fucking just unbelievably good <laughs> yeah that's the most like post-rock thing on here and yeah the like I don't know. I always think of saxophone as like a wacky, crazy instrument. And to hear it on this like somber song and, and this somber, you know, unless you're unless you're cool like Miles Davis, it's a wacky. Well, I mean, I, this, like I said before, this, the saxophone is coming to its own. I mean, the whole Black Country New Road. I mean, that's oh, yeah. a completely different shade of sax. Uh, and Com- here- the comment is coming. Yep. Yep. Very different use of it. But that's. Man, that closer. It's like the, it's the, one of the most different things on here. It's the only one that's like clean beginning to end. But even then, it's devastating. It's brutal while being clean, really heavy and emotional. Uh, that, uh, that bass line just fucking rules. And then the piano comes in and it's just, oh, it's hair raising. It's absolutely fucking hair raising. There is no shortage of uh, good bass lines here because sandwiched in between those. And I don't know why I like the song title. I oh, just, yeah. I just like it. He was a good man. He was a taxpayer. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like like a punchline to a joke, but yeah. I don't know what the joke is. And on an album like this, I'm assuming there's no joke. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, that song is fucking amazing, though. That one still sounds very Jesus Lizardy, but that's one of the few songs on on this album where the baseline feels Jesus Lizardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not it's more melancholy than they ever were. It's got its own personality and feel to it but uh you ain't hiding these influences uh but even even still like the the vocals are fucking all over the place they're sometimes they're sung and sometimes they're spoken in a really weird soft kind of way and sometimes Mm -hmm. they're you know super screamed and whatever um my favorite song on here is the uh near eight minute epic these wires i knew that would be your favorite I mean, holy shit, that song fucking uh, uh, rules. I would have been cool with that song being like a normal length song. Yeah. And to my delight, it's just like it's this this like atmospheric, almost like slint slint opening the like piano like you were talking about is great. That's the first song where pianos come in and I am over the moon. (laughs) The um, the like spoken word or like talking part the way it's delivered kind of reminds me of like those weirdos on that hip-hop label like anticon like something they would do Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's a this is like a very diverse song extremely um and then the the heavy parts are like the most triumphant compared to all the other heavy stuff on this album which is like kick your dick in the dirt or doom and gloom yeah the heaviest are usually pretty devastating that where that one it's beautiful melodic even when it gets giant and distorted um and the the it doesn't just like build up on one idea it, ha- it goes to a, several different places over the course of eight minutes and it ends with this oh god it's just so beautiful beautiful and in and punishing and uh yeah those vocals those clean vocals he um What's the singer's name? Are they even listed on this <laughs> Bandcamp? Do we know their names? Also, R.I.P. Bandcamp. 
What happened to Bandcamp? Fucking Epic Games bought them. Epic Games bought Bandcamp? That seems weird and icky. It is icky. Uh, The layoffs already started. I'm sure they're, you know, Bandcamp's cool because it's a way to, like, directly pay the artist. They've already laid off over half the people at Bandcamp. And I'm sure they're figuring out how to fuck over the artists. I can't find the fucking members' names. <laughs> Should have gone to Wikipedia. Are they even on Wikipedia? Yeah. Okay, finally. <laughs> their, their website and their band camp don't have their names on it. Hilarious. <laughs> Jesse Matthewson. There you go. Oh, looks like brothers on, on vocals, guitar, and drums. Um, Shane Matthewson on drums. But uh, Jesse's vocals. There's a lot of range there, but on these wires, I mean, the nerdiest vocals. Like the nerdiest yeah. sounding voice, which is not what I was expecting from this band based off the opening two tracks. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of surprises in here. I'm sure there's like all sorts of surprises throughout their their whole career. I see they've like toured with a lot of cool people. Yeah. They have a lot of albums, too. Yeah. I'm very curious to hear what some of these sound like. I really like following up these wires with We're Small Enough. Yeah. It's just like a beautiful synth journey it's like instrumental it's the perfect palette cleanser for like about the halfway point of the album yeah because these wires are so yeah it's it it, fucks yeah you need some like some like synth levity and it's not even like cheesy synth it's very it's not even it's not minimal but it's just like subtle it's subtle it's nice it feels good it's almost the, the mood of it is dark in an almost post-punk kind of way where it doesn't sound like a post-punk song, but just the way it's written, the progressions feel mm-hmm. very post-punky to me. And yeah, those since the, the synths are around on the, the album, but that's like the one where it, it kind of takes the front seat a little bit. Um, I cannot is so brutal. That is, yeah, that is the, the most brutal song on the album. Hey, my goodness. Bludgeoning bass. That's the only word to describe that. I yes. mean, it, it's fucking amazing. This album is a fucking amazing. Uh, the crazy sacks are on that one as well. Uh, yeah, how long is this? This is like... It's pretty, like, a 40-minute... Yeah. It's weird. It almost fe- it feels... Because it's so good. It's one of those albums... Where you're like, it's over already. It feels like it goes, it ends immediately because the op- the opener, um, it's really a perfect opener. It, se- it sets you up exactly for what the whole thing is going to be like. Sure, there's still variation and there's uh, some range to it, but uh, God, it it's just one of those openers where I already know, like, oh, all yeah. right, this is gonna be a good time. Whatever, whatever's coming next, I'm already, I I know I'm gonna like it. And uh, the way Painless comes in, it's just perfect pacing. It comes in super fast and brutal and sadistic um it cu- like, there's no like stopping between the opening track mm-hmm. and uh the strike the opening track uh and painless kind of goes jumps right into it so it keeps up the momentum and then these wires comes on it and then gives you this big epic uh more melodic uh deeper thing and then yeah we're small enough it, it, it settles it's a like perfectly fucking paced a plus a plus pacing on this album it's it's remarkable this is fucking remarkable. It makes me feel like a goddamn moron for like that happens a lot on this sure, show, honestly. Sure. But it's a it's a big world. Yeah, there's just so many things to and this cover is pretty uh pretty creepy. But honestly, if I see this cover, I don't care. 
Like I, I'm just like, okay, it's, yeah, it's another one of those extreme bands. I'm sure they're cool. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'll, maybe I'll get to it one day. And I would be a fool. I would be missing out on one of the fucking best albums of the year by far. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I always like put them off. I guess also it's like if you don't have friends hyping a band up, it's just kind of hard to like take a leap on your own unless you've heard some some glowing review like you find people are hearing today and the, and which brings us to the reason that we're covering this our boy tom osmond you should all check out he helps us up with all the history and gets us album stuff he uh he reviews he reviews albums for several publications and he reviewed this album uh gave it a glowing review mm-hmm. and just just by what he said about it i was like this sounds up my alley yeah I yeah, didn't, I didn't want to be swayed by his his delightful words, so I did not. I did not read it. I, I, I'm. I think I'm gonna, I'm com- gonna read it now. Yeah, I think I'm confident enough to to like. I'll, I'll take someone's word to account and then decide. Because like, like, it took me a long time to figure out how to do that, though. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> but, sure. Uh, that just made me curious. Like maybe maybe I will like it because I think his taste is even more extreme than ours, which is pretty yeah. crazy. Uh, but no, this is truly incredible. I mean. Yeah fuck dude yeah speechless pretty much this uh, one yeah i guess not speechless but you know i don't know i don't know what else i could say to like talk this up like like this yeah so we're also listening to this the, the same time that we're listening to mayhem which we uh which we put out last week and you know i'm jumping back and forth between albums this is the one where i uh, i'm in the middle of that discography mm-hmm. i listened to this once and i I already think like, okay, I'm not going to let's do it again until like the moment we do it because I already know how I feel. I got my notes. This is, yeah. I have, there's no like rethinking or like, well, how did I really feel about? No, this is, this is a strong contender for album of the year for me. I mean, Damn. holy shit. This is really up there. Damn. I re- yeah, I really enjoy it, but uh, I know, I know it's not getting my, it's not getting my spot. It's, it's not, not getting your spot, but it, it might get mine. I don't yeah, know yet, but yeah. it's, I like lo- I love it that much. It's yeah, it's great. But uh, there's a few other things where I was just like, gave me the vapors. Ooh, did it? Yeah, this is just everything I I love about heavy music because it it's not just yeah, it pounds your fucking face in the mud 100. percent But there's actual hooks on here. There's actual great melodies. The atmosphere of it is is fucking incredible and it's really unsettling at times and very dark but truly beautiful that closer is fucking beautiful like unapologetically beautiful and yeah it's like that's how closers should be where it it sticks with you like yeah fuck man it's such a like a it is a perfect closer because it makes you want to like immediately put the whole thing on all over again um yeah, I mean, I'm, I, this thing is basically flawless to me. I mean, holy, oh, wow. I fucking, I can't find anything wrong. Like, yeah, I'm, the Jesus Lizard influence is insane, and it sounds extremely, 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 like, influenced by it. But I love the Jesus Lizard, and these are still unique guitar lines and unique melodies. Yeah. And it fits perfectly with this crushing rhythm section, which Jesus Lizard never had. Mm-hmm. They never were this heavy. And then the vocals are completely different. There's, there's zero David Yao worship here. Um which I'm actually very surprised by. Yeah. Uh, definitely expected a lot more um, yowness, but I'm pleasant. Yeah, I'm glad that this dude is just his own his own self, his own man. I might just go completely backwards in my journey. 
Like, yeah, just start from this one and go back. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, I'm not gonna like hop around. I'm gonna strictly move, move backwards. Yeah, that's a, it's so funny how long it's been since I've done something like that, just because this podcast does not require that, and it's actually requires the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah I remember back when I was a teenager, like. That was just a thing that always came up like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know which album to start with. Yeah. And here it's just like you were forced to start with their shitty first album <laughs> and then learn to, learn to appreciate it and get to the other stuff. Yeah. Well, they're not all shitty first albums, but sometimes they are. The album Enrich is the one Matt Bayless worked on. Oh, yeah. Oh, Entrench. So, or Entrench. Sorry. Yeah. There's also man, Canada loves these guys. Yeah, I mean, just listen to it. If you like it, I mean, if you like heavy music, if you like Jeez Lizard, there's no reason. There's zero reason if you like the Jeez Lizard to not listen to this. Zero. Because it doesn't feel like, oh, they're just copying. The, it doesn't feel like that. It just, it's you, it feels like familiar. Um, It gives you like a little bit of familiarity along with this fucking extreme crushing noise rock. Uh, Yeah, and I don't know too many other, uh, this really just reminds me of Chat Pop because that's how small my vocabulary is with these newer extreme noise rock bands yeah which feels fucking retarded because i love it so much like i need to be sat down and given a full list of all the stuff that's existing now that scratches this itch because right. good god you probably would have put no on your uh year end i bet i fucking would have i yeah. bet i would have uh um, oh, yeah, i made a lot of mistakes last year <laughs> Well, you're in luck, Mike, because while I was, you know, looking for something to talk about, I stumbled upon a uh, an article here where uh, Jesse Matthews yeah. this is five. Yeah, Matt Matthewson. Matthewson, sorry. Favorite records from the last half decade. So oh, last five years. So there you go. There it is. Time to rip him off. <laughs> yeah. First one I have not heard. I have not heard of Scar City. X-Re, that's a crazy... This man... X-Re, I mean, fucking, that is a hilarious album It's spelled like a computer... Yeah, like replying to an email. Oh, I think that's an ad, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that was... I wish that was the album cover, though. Oh, shit. Yeah, because that didn't make any fucking sense. No, yeah, that's an ad. I'll (laughs) I'll sing you this article, though. I haven't heard of any of these artists. Maybe, you know... Yeah, maybe something to chew on there. Maybe I'll even dip my toes in some of those some of those waters. Yeah, so check out check out the check out the album. For love of God, you owe it to yourself if you like heavy music. And if you don't like heavy music, I uh, let's do it anyway. I don't fucking know. It's, <laughs> it's, it rules. It's absolutely fucking rules. I'm gonna listen to this a lot for the remaining few months of this I, year. That's I guess sure. maybe if you like post rock and you're feeling adventurous. Yeah, because it's it's not really post rock. It's more post metal than post rock. Yeah, not, it's not like post metal either. It's really just like post noise rock (laughs) (laughs) there's too many fucking post genres but it feels like that word you recognize it as noise rock but it's way more intense it's way more brutal uh and it honestly more melodic yeah i mean at times more melodic uh interesting hard-working band that i i need to give give them their due indeed oh i love it ah damn i love it so yeah so thank you so much for listening and watching and hang with us if you like it the video like the video talk some shit in the comments subscribe if you want to hang out with us longer 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 you can follow me on all social media at pander monkey and alex on instagram at every album alex please be sure to follow our history guy tom osmond at tom osmond sounds on all social media as well as tom osmond sounds.com for all of his music stuff 
He does a lot of writing and does a lot of cool stuff like that. Very fun, very fun. Um, but please, beloved God, Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash every album ever. That's where you go. You get some bonus episodes. You get to see our schedules in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next. You get to join our Discord and suggest these episodes, these EAE singles episodes for us, um, as well as be part of our community, a very, very fun, active bunch that you got on there. Um, and then if you're tier two, one, you can request an entire discography for us to cover on our bigger, longer numbered episodes. And two, you can request individual albums for us to cover on Patreon bonus episodes. So anything you want, pretty much go there, do that. Hell yes. Thank you. Uh, well now, what we going to wrap it with? I mean, you seem to like it more than me, but in my book, there's one song and one song only. And I don't know if you feel that way. Well, there are a lot of I would have. I mean, I I guess to you everything's perfect. It so is pretty fucking perfect. There's eight songs for you. There's eight songs. Uh, just give me a little taste, baby. Let's do these wires. Hell yeah! So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya.